Good morning, good day, or good evening. My name is Eli Rowe, and this is the Middle-Aged Witch Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. And I cannot wait to get to all of the juicy solstice goodness, but first, I have an email that I wanted to read. Hi, Eli. Thank you for your podcast. I'm very new to the craft and find your perspective perfect for me. Here's my situation. I have about an hour commute to work. I have been at my job for nearly 20 years and I love it. The commute wasn't much of an issue while my husband was alive, but now that I live alone, I want to move closer to work. The commute is dreadful. Also, I would just like to move into my own space. I feel almost stuck. The problem is I've been looking for nearly two years. I can't find what I want. I am being picky because I can be, but I'm getting very discouraged. What kind of spell work would you suggest to help? Okay, um, so I responded to this witch as follows. Um, For something like this, you might want to start with a road opening spell to clear a path toward a new living situation that you'll be happy with. So you'll need road opening oil, which is relatively simple to make, and I will link to an episode in Uh, I'm sorry, to a recipe in the episode description. Um, You'll also maybe want some road opener incense. Um, This is optional um, and it's easy to find online or in like occult or spiritual shops and you will want a candle. A white candle is fine or you can use orange for opportunity or green for success. And just carve your intentions right into the wax and you can use runes Um, You can create a sigil of your own design, or you can just carve words directly into it, something simple and straightforward, like, I find the perfect home for me. And then anoint the candle with your road opener oil, or if you don't have any, you can just use plain olive oil. And then dress your candle in herbs. Um, You might want herbs for luck, like allspice, uh, star anise, or... um, like some dried orange peel. You can use herbs for success like cinnamon or ginger or lemon balm. And I would also suggest uh, herbs to help overcoming obstacles like mistletoe and wormwood. And when you do this kind of work, you focus on the outcome, not all of the obstacles that are in the way or all of the bumps in the road so far. And to do this, you can use visualization if that's your thing. Uh, you know, use that to visualize yourself already in your new home. Or if you're better just with words, repeat that intention while you prepare your candle and light it. And just let it burn all the way down and then go on about your business with complete confidence that all will be well. Of course, do not ever leave your burning candle unattended. Um, And then um, if you do happen to get some of the road opener incense, you can just burn that along with um, the the rest of the spell work itself. And so I had responded to that witch, and then wouldn't you know it, the witch emailed me with an update. I emailed you about a new home manifestation spell. Long story short, I was able to do a little spell work with the February full moon, and by the April full moon, I found my house. It was actually quite the whirlwind. I saw the house online on April 5th. I went with my realtor and placed an offer on April 6th. The buyer accepted my offer 
on the 8th and we closed on the 28th. It is the perfect house for me. And that was exactly what I said as I burned my candle with the snow moon. I have attached a picture of my view from my kitchen slash dining room, and I cannot tell you the peace I feel here. I even have a room that I'm going to dedicate to the growth of my craft. Thank you so much for your guidance. I was so thrilled to hear back from this witch, um, and I'm so proud of her for putting that faith in herself and in her potential and just going for it. It would be really easy, you know, after two years of striking out to just get discouraged or, you know, to hold on to the disappointment and all of the doubt or to just, you know, throw the towel in altogether and just say to hell with it. So expressing this kind of confidence in her work is an enormous affirmation and she killed it. Um, I, Incidentally, this kind of road opener spell actually can work with just about any intention when there's an element of removing obstacles in order to receive your desired outcome. All you really need to do is, you know, adjust the wording to suit your specific situation and you're ready to go. So keep that spell in your back pocket for all of your road opening needs. Um, and of course, you can find a written transcript of this episode along with all of the episodes that we do here on the website, middleagedwitch.com. And if you happen to have questions about spell work or a comment or a criticism, or if you just want to talk, you can email me at eli at middleagedwitch.com. Now, for Letha slash summer solstice. Now we did talk about solar magic in general last week, and you can listen to that episode if you like. You can check out the transcript on the website, middleagedwish.com. Um, but to quickly recap, one of the things that we spoke about in that episode was the way that we can use the phases of the sun in the same way that we would use the phases of the moon in our spell work. So if you wanted to do spell work that would traditionally coincide with the full moon, but you don't want to wait until the full moon, you could perform this work during high noon instead. Or if it was waxing moon magic, you could do it at sunrise. If it was a waning moon magic, you would do it at sunset and so forth. We also spoke in that episode about the different intentions that are specifically conducive to solar magic like success magic and healing magic abundance magic um, magic for receiving truth and enlightenment and with that in mind we can create a really powerful ritual for our letha sabbat as this is the solstice the longest day of the year we can put something into motion using the sun at its most powerful. And we can use this to propel our magic forward throughout the entire next year and to offer us its vitality and its magnification and its expansion. This is the sun in its strongest phase. This is, you know, the full moon of the sun coin a very clunky phrase. And it is immensely powerful. It happens once a year. Once a year, we get a sunrise, a high noon, and a sunset on the summer solstice. And we should not waste it. 
So if there is a spell that would be well supported by the waxing moon or the sunrise, something such as a new endeavor or a new business opportunity, um, attraction magic, money magic, then it will be well worth the time and the effort to Google what time the sun will rise in your local area. And, you know, just happen to be outside well in advance so that you can set up your spell or build your altar or cast your circle or whatever your spell may entail before enacting your spell just as the sun rises on you. And the same goes for full moon or high noon magic, which might be something like abundance or general manifestation work or certainly, you know, um, personal empowerment. It would be beneficial to time this to align with the sun being directly overhead. And um, it's, of course, the same with what we would consider to be waning moon magic, which we would coordinate with the sunset. And good examples of waning moon or sundown magic include banishings, bindings, shadow work, transformational work, um, you know, personal evolution magic, things like this. And I really don't want to rehash everything that we said last week on the solar magic episode, except I will reiterate that the solstice presents an opportunity to perform quintessential solar magic. So just do a bit of brainstorming, dig out those really big intentions that you've been holding and see if they might be well supported by some sun magic. And I also wanted to talk a little bit about some of the traditional solstice slash Letha celebrations that we find across the globe. And I have said just about all of this before, but it bears repeating. There's a lot of cultural crossover in the different beliefs and traditions surrounding the solstice. So it's really easy to find a few aspects that we can fold into our own celebrations. So in Spain, the midsummer tradition is really strong, and we can easily identify the rituals that reveal the pagan beliefs widespread throughout Northern Europe in Neolithic times. And these beliefs pivot on three basic ideas. Um, so you've got the importance of medicinal plants, especially in relation to health and youth and beauty, and the protective character of fire to ward against evil spirits and witches. Oh, if they only knew how much we love the fire, am I right? And then finally, the purifying miraculous effects of water. So with regard to solstice plant magic, there are a lot of ways to celebrate. Traditionally, women collect several species of plants on Midsummer's Eve, and these vary from area to area, but um, oftentimes will include fennel, different species of fern, uh, rosemary, rue, dog rose, um, lemon verbena, St. John's wort, um, mallows, uh, laburnum, foxglove, um, elderflowers, and so on. And in some areas, these are arranged in a bunch and they're hung in the doorways. And in other areas, they are dipped in a vessel of water and left outside uh, to be exposed to the dew of the night until the following morning. And then women would use the resulting flower water to wash their faces. Now, making a flower crown 
is a wonderful activity to include in your celebrations and it's going to be gorgeous on your Instagram page um, as is participating in any festivals or carnivals or outdoor events. This is a wonderful way to connect with the community and a great way to spend a day outdoors in the sunshine listening to live music and enjoying the sights and smells and tastes of your own local area and along that vein visiting a farmer's market is also very solsticey you know picking out some local produce to incorporate into a fun summery recipe and inviting family and friends over to enjoy good food and cold drinks and great company this is all very on brand for the solstice. The purpose is to enjoy the weather and really bask in the season. This is not necessarily an introspective time. This is not Yule. This is not Samhain. This is the solstice. And if we think back to the winter solstice, a large part of that celebration is showing gratitude and respect for the bounty of the previous growing season. And the summer solstice is not only about enjoying the warmth and the bounty of summer, but looking forward to another successful growing season. And as for ways to encourage fire magic into this Sabbath, of course, bonfires come to mind first thing. And we all have to be very mindful of wildfires. And so if needs must, then we can just scale that bonfire back to maybe like a backyard fire pit but bonfires are lit traditionally around midnight and young and old will gather around them and dance and celebrate. And when it is relatively safe to jump over the bonfire, it is typically done three times for good luck. Luck in our lives and in the goals that we are working currently towards manifesting, but also um, for a lucky harvest. And we can toss herbs and flowers into the flames to call in abundance to us. Um, herbs and flowers like calendula, nettle, lemongrass, um, dandelion, mints, spearmint especially. The summer solstice marks a great time to release old patterns and stagnant energy. And so writing those things down that we wish to release and then throwing them in the solstice flames is a really powerful demonstration to that commitment. Now, as far as water rituals go, there is nothing that feels as energizing and revitalizing in these hot summer months as swimming, especially in a natural body of water, such as a lake or a river, or if you're fortunate enough to live near the sea, spending a day on the beach is incredibly cleansing. And, you know, if you want to bring a little bottle or a jar to collect a small amount of those healing waters for use in future spell work, it's a great idea too. Just bask in the warmth of the sun, luxuriate in the natural waters, offer something to the water spirits of the area, like a little bit of charged quartz, and just enjoy it. That's what Letha is about. Letha is about celebration. It's about joy. It's about warmth and happiness and love and community and friendship and liveliness. And that's really all there is to it. It's no more or less serious than that. Now, finally, I cannot close today 
without acknowledging that we will also be moving into cancer season on the solstice this next Thursday, the 20th. And this is a season that I really love to celebrate because some of the best people you'll ever know are cancers. This is a loyal sign, an absolute ride or die. If you can count on one person in your corner and that person happens to be a cancer, then you're one lucky son of a bitch because they've got you. So happy birthday to all of the beautiful, soulful cancers. And thank you so much for joining me today. Have a blessed solstice and we'll talk again next week. My name is Eli Rowe and this has been the Middle-Aged Witch Podcast. troubles be less and our blessings be more and nothing but happiness come through our door. The information presented is the author's opinion and does not constitute any health or medical advice. The content of this podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only and is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any condition or disease. Please seek advice from your healthcare provider for your personal health concerns.